Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I certainly will not be choosing people to date that work under me. Let me just say that. Willis is accused of having an inappropriate relationship with Wade by one of the co-defendants in the election interference case. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. President Biden has the strongest record to run on that we've seen in a very long time in this country. Whoosh. There is so much enthusiasm here for the president. Anyone who says that the president doesn't have enthusiasm needs to come to New Hampshire. Progressives, moderates, lines outside houses. Oh, yeah. Hey, which line of cocaine is for the bathroom? Whoosh. I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources. We don't have a clear path to victory. I am today suspending my campaign. Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. It is even second time. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. If you'd like to join us this afternoon, every weekday afternoon, the number is 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We're going to be talking about uh, the New Hampshire primary. It's uh, the eve Voting begins tomorrow morning early and continues throughout the day. Uh, and uh, if you are a uh, Democrat, you can uh, write in Joe Biden if you want. Oh, the excitement's building. If you're a Republican, you can vote or for uh, Nikki Haley or uh, Donald Trump. And uh, if you're uh, unregistered, unenrolled, uh, you can take a ballot in either party. And that's the way it is. But if you're a Democrat, you can't vote. A registered Democrat, you can't vote in the Republican primary or vice versa. 844-500-4242. It looks like the uh, the Republican primary is uh, un- unless there's a uh, an unprecedented influx of uh, those unregistered voters. There, there's going to be a big victory, another big victory for Donald Trump. The, uh, the, I'd say the most reliable tracking poll is uh, the one that's done by Suffolk University out of Boston. It's being paid for this year by the Boston Globe and Channel 10, the uh, NBC affiliate in Boston. And uh, as of this morning, it was released at 5 a.m., uh, Donald Trump is ahead by 19 points. He's, he has 57, I think 57.2% or 4% to uh, Nikki Haley's 38%. So five days ago when the poll started, it was 50 to 37. And now it's 57 to 38. So Trump is, uh, Trump is pulling away according to the, the tracking poll. And uh, that's, that, that's the most accurate uh, one we've got, I think. And I, I don't know what's going to happen on the Democrat side. They keep talking about how uh, Biden is going to get all these write-in votes, but I, I just I, I just can't see it. I mean, I just can't see people going out in the lousy weather, New England winter weather, to write in uh, Joe Biden's name to thank him for inflation, higher gas prices, higher energy prices, wars across the world, an open southern border, a fentanyl uh, 
a fentanyl epidemic killing uh, more than 100,000 Americans a year. I, I don't see that's the, the makings of a, of a giant uh, grassroots write-in campaign. 844-500-4242. And so, of course, uh, Nikki Haley is uh, making a last-ditch effort here. But, you know, the, the fact is uh, she's, she's got uh, Judge Judy with her. And Chris Sununu, the lame duck uh, Republican governor, a rhino, a rhino's rhino. And uh, Donald Trump, on the other hand, has, uh, has all of his former opponents, uh, Ron DeSantis, who got out yesterday and uh, endorsed him, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who got out earlier in the week. Uh, Senator Tim Scott uh, endorsed him Friday night in Concord and uh, then announced his engagement. And uh, t- tomorrow, uh, or tonight, uh, Scott uh, Ramaswamy and uh, Doug Burgum, the uh, governor of North Dakota, who uh, got out, who announced today he's not running for re-election as, uh, to a third term as governor of North Dakota. They will all be with uh, Donald Trump tonight at his, uh, at his big event in uh, his final pre-poll opening event in Laconia, New Hampshire tonight. It's going to be a, a big uh, it's going to be a big day and uh, tomorrow Scott will be with him uh, all through the day c- campaigning with him ac- across the state. And uh, I think I just think Scott is now like the front runner. Personally, I think Scott's the front runner to be the uh, vice presidential uh, nominee with uh, with Trump in the uh, in the fall campaign. 844-500-4242 for any number of reasons. And now he's engaged. Now he's got, now he's going to have a, he, he endorsed Trump and he went back to South Carolina and got down on his knee and asked his betrothed, his beloved to accept, accept his hand. And she did. And it's true love. And we're, we're not even to Valentine's Day yet. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. So uh, on on the on the bad side, on the negative side for Trump today, the uh, the Supreme Court ruled five to four that uh, the feds could tear down the border wire that uh, Governor Greg Abbott and the state of Texas have installed at the uh, parts of the border to keep out the hordes of foreign freeloaders and, uh, and criminals and terrorists and fentanyl dealers coming into the United States under Biden's watch. And uh, one of the, the, the deciding voters, I guess, you know, in a five to four decision, they're all deciding votes. But Amy Coney Barrett, uh, Trump's last appointee, his last nominee to the Supreme Court, voted with the libs, including John Roberts, who's always been a, a squish, even though he was appointed by a Republican and his nominally uh, a Republican uh, they vote she voted with them and uh, people are just texting and saying another bad Trump appointee there there have been some bad Trump appointees but you know the, all the Republican presidents have had uh, bad uh, bad Supreme Court nominees at least Trump was two for three and you know she's she hasn't been terrible on every single issue Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Jeff, you're next with Howie Carr. We want to hear from a lot of New Hampshire people this hour. By the way, go ahead, Jeff. Hey, how you doing, Howie? Good. Good. Hey, so leaving work, uh, I got stuck at a light uh, on a long, long cycle of lights, 
and uh, there were four elderly people out there waving right in Biden signs in the snow. They were waving so, Biden signs? Up. Yes, right in Biden signs. Four elderly women. Or two, Though, two with women that blue them. lettering the, and the union bug that. at the bottom? Yep. Yeah, so there they were, out there waving their signs, and I'm watching the cars drift by them, and then you could break it down into three categories. The cars that went by, the people looked sad that they were out there. They looked like they were in disbelief as they went by, and then there was the group that was giving them the unclean gestures. (laughs) (laughs) There's your enthusiasm. So, and uh, the other thing, I texted you on Friday. Did you did you get the text about the right in Pete Buttigieg sign that was in the Lee traffic circle? No. Oh my God! Yeah, there's a blue handmade right in Pete Buttigieg sign all by itself down in the Lee traffic circle. The Lone Sentinel. So, so somebody somebody must have drank a lot of Bud Lights before they put that sign out there in public. And. Uh, <laughs> and the last thing is, you know, I went, I went, I tried to get to the Trump rally uh, over the weekend up in Manchester. Christ, I waited in line for, oh, I don't know, uh, over an hour. And by the time I got about 40 feet from the door, uh, the police came back and they said, oh, we're full up, we're full up. And so we all kind of were all bummed out. We all turned around and started walking back to our cars. I read the report on CBS this morning. CBS said there was a mad rush to the doors and people were getting violent. That's just an outright lie. Yeah. It's, it's just an out bald faced lie. That just the, you you know the only the only time they have violence at Trump rallies is when uh, is when the Antifa BLM types show up and try to uh, block people from getting in, or, or as what they did in Chicago one time, uh, vandalize the cars of the uh, of the deplorables who uh, who'd parked in a nearby parking lot. That's just that that's just nonsense. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Aiden, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Aiden. Yeah, hey, how are you? What's with Haley and the old lady jeans? Are those Carhartt? <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. I what can I? I don't want to. I don't want to be accused of misogyny. I'm just saying that's her choice. That's her choice. She's 52 years old. I'm not saying she's old. She's younger than me. Dennis, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dennis. So, Howie, you're a media professional of, uh, of some vintage, and how would you predict that they're going to spin Dean Phillips's victory in the Democratic primary tomorrow night? Well, I don't know. Do you, do you think they're going to have a? Do you think he's actually going to have a victory, or are they or are they just going to say? You know, here are the results from the Republican side, but we had it's going to take us a few years to count the Democrat ballots because there were so many write-ins for Brandon and for ceasefire. I mean, that could be that could be the best way to go, Dennis. Uh, yeah, well, aren't you relying on the literacy of the uh, Democrats that? Well, I, I know that's the there. point I've been making. You know, they're asking the Democrat voters to write in something. How many Democrats have written their own name? since they went to direct deposit of welfare checks now a number of years ago? Not many. uh, Yeah, Howie, the uh, Fulton County Democrat Party has now taken to calling the district attorney Finney Hole. No, stop it, stop it, stop that. Cut that out, cut that part out. 844-500-4242. 
I am. Uh, I'm waiting, awaiting with bated breath the uh, the the release of the uh, unsealed divorce documents. The judge today in uh, in uh, Fannie Willis's uh, the, or not Fannie her her, her boy toys divorce uh, case ordered the unsealing of the documents, and that's that's got all the smoking guns, shall we say, about their uh, their love trips. And uh, I hope I hope we have it before the end of the show. 844-500-4242. Auctions are one of the oldest forms of commerce known to man. Auctions are how economies determine values for assets and commodities. Auctions are not a fire sale at a discounted price. Rather, auctions are an accelerated sale with competitive pricing. So just because your parents listed their house for sale at a set price doesn't mean you have to. J.J. Manning's accelerated auction process is one of the fastest growing segments in real estate. Manning's time-tested approach began over 16,000 auctions ago in 1976 with its founder, Jerome Manning. What are the main benefits of a J.J. Manning accelerated sale versus a traditional listing at a set price? Well, in the Manning method, there are no contingencies. In the Manning method, the buyer signs our exclusive P&S and makes a 10% non-refundable deposit that day. In the Manning method, you set the terms which all buyers must follow. J.J. Manning uses their own 30-30 marketing plan, 30 days of marketing saturation, and 30 days to close. No deviations to the purchase and the buyer's feet are kept to the fire. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, Contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. This hour of the Howie Car Show is brought to you in part by Western Razor. Invest in a 100% American-made razor for your man this Valentine's Day with code HOWIE10 for 10% off. To order, go to westernrazor.com slash Howie. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. I love my pillows products. I sleep with their pillows. I wear their slippers. I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at mypillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to mypillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is after Senator Tim Scott's surprise engagement at age 58, who's the frontrunner for the GOP VP nomination? Vivek Ramaswamy, Tucker Carlson, Carrie Lake, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Elise Stefanik, Byron Donalds, or Tim Scott? I'm saying Tim Scott. And the fact that he's uh, going to be with uh, Trump tonight in Laconia and then is going to spend the entire day campaigning with him tomorrow in the Granite State, uh, that just uh, reinforces my, uh, my growing belief that he's the guy. 22% say Tim Scott, 20% say Elise Stefanik, and 19% say Sarah Huckabee Sanders. All right. Sarah Huckabee Sanders would be a good one, though. She's She's got a, a good uh, disposition. 
And she knows how to take a punch because she sure took enough punches when she was the press secretary for uh, for Trump. And she and again, I, I think the important thing, and this is something that Tim Scott doesn't have as much as some of the others. Sarah Huckabee Sanders does not suffer fools gladly, and that's 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 that would be the advantage of a of a Vivek or a uh, Byron Donalds as well. You know, you don't want you, you don't want any more of these uh, milk toast. Uh, Mitt Romney, John McCain types. You got to have somebody who's willing to just uh, spit it back in their faces. Eight for all their BS. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. You notice they're finally mentioning the fact that uh, that that uh, Biden makes a lot of gaffes because uh, because of Trump uh, saying uh, apparently confusing uh, Haley and uh, Pelosi the other night at the uh, rally in Concord, I believe it was. And uh, so, so now they're now they're liberated to to mention, but only in passing, that sometimes Biden makes a mistake. You don't say. You mean when he said he created 440 new jobs in North Carolina, or that he started the civil rights movement, just to name two from last week? You know or, the you know the thing. Or that he had taken had his picture just taken with a congresswoman from North Carolina who wasn't even in the state, let alone the auditorium where he was so, speaking. So, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on here. No, no, you don't. That's, that's, that is not a gaffe. That is the truth. Rob, well, you're going ne- blank now. <laughs> it, it's been that way for a long time, Brandon. Rob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Rob. Howie, thanks for taking my call. A long time, many time, brother. Thank you. Yeah, hey, you know what I want to say? Despite Don Baldick in, uh, endorsing Nikki Haley, Trump's going to win by a landslide. What a what a turncoat that guy turned out to be. I was huge on his on his side when he ran for Senate. They didn't let him win, and now look what he's doing. I just don't understand. He's MAGA all the way if he's watched the commercial. Yeah, no, he says he he says he's MAGA all the way. Don't you think this is just a uh, a, a personal anger at Donald Trump? About the fact that uh, Trump said that uh, you know he should have said he he backed off again. This is this is the thing, a guy who he backed off when the the uh, mainstream media, state-run media, confronted him and said, "Did you say the election wasn't on the level in 2020?" And he backed off. He backed off like somehow that was going to make them uh, endorse, uh, you know, uh, him over uh, Maggie Hassan. It was ridiculous, you know. And that's that's why Trump got PO'd at him a little bit. 844-500-4242. Thanks for the call, Rob. Billy, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Billy. Hi, Howie. Hi. Hi. Uh, I just want to tell you some of the stuff that's going on up here in Maine. Them dem scums are destroying us. Governor Mills is so proud that she's making 60 new units for, for illegal aliens in Brunswick. Oh, I know. We've Even talked about that. Thing. Yeah. And then about a month ago, the old lady got a, she's 62, still working 45 hours a week, and uh, they, she's getting main care because she's got some medical problems. And they told her she had to get done her job and only work part-time if she still wanted to get medical. I don't know. What, uh, Billy, what can I tell you? You know, I... It, I'm sure you voted for LePage. I, you know, I don't, I don't vote in Maine, but I, I, I supported him. I contributed to him. 
elections have consequences. There, there was there was no need for for her to be in office. The page should have won. People weren't paying attention. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Bruce from the Mets, one of our regular listeners, uh, lives in uh, Exeter, New Hampshire, which is on the seacoast. Very, very liberal place. He says, you know I'm in liberal Exeter, but the amount of write-in Joe Biden signs is just mind-boggling. Mm. It's a, it would be, I, I would be still amazed if, if Brandon got a huge number of votes write-in votes. Maybe maybe they've got everything wired for them. I don't know. If they only had the stickers. See, I think people really like a sticker, Howie. Yeah. And, you know, if they would, you'd never be allowed to write in Donald Trump because they would find that they would say, you, you, you made the J in the middle initial a, a, a lowercase rather than a capital uh, capital letter. So they're going to th- throw out the ballot. But, you know, anybody, if you write in Brandon, they're, they're going to count that, the Democrats in New Hampshire, especially down, you know, in the in the uh, southern part of the state, in the seacoast area in particular. Remember when you would do the, uh, the standardized test, Howie, and they would show you the examples? Like, if you don't fill in the circle, all the way. This is what you don't want to do. And there'd be like an X through it. My mom right. would always sit down with us and say, fill in the whole circle. Go over it a couple more times just to be sure. Right. And the thing, the, the website they've got set up for uh, write-in Brandon says, first you fill in the oval for the write-in. And I, I'm thinking the average Democrat's going, oval? What the <laughs> heck is an oval? But, you know, he, maybe he's going to win a landslide. Maybe it's going to be another one of these 2020-type landslides. Joe Biden last night got 81 million write-in votes in New Hampshire. Will there be any pipe bursts in New Hampshire? <laughs> That's the question. Yeah, Ro Khanna said the enthusiasm's there. Um, Howie, one place where there's plenty of enthusiasm is Hate Mail Monday. It's time for Howie Carr's Hate Mail Monday. Let the hate flow through you. This is when we check in with all our fan mail that we get. Me and Grace Curley, who has the show before me on the radio network, and uh, my producer, Taylor Cormier, and her producer, Jared Diglio, everyone at the Howie Carr Radio Network. We all get lots of mash notes and uh, love notices and love bombs and, e- and voicemails, emails, tweets, texts, everything. They love us in every imaginable way, don't they, Grace? Yes. And one thing that you did, Howie, was you went on Twitter um, recently and you talked about how with DeSantis out of the race, Trump is now leading Nikki Haley in New Hampshire by 19 points. And you broke down some of that that Suffolk poll. Um, one person wrote back and said, if Biden advertised on Howie Carr's show, Howie would crap all over Trump. Do not in any circumstance trust Howie Carr. I don't understand what that means. I, you know, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that gets posted against me on Twitter, I, I don't know what they're talking about. Is it, is it bots or are they just mentally deranged? Oh, I don't think these are bots. I don't get a bot vibe. But you know, when when was the last time I got a Democrat advertising on the show? Sometimes, though, how even people hear things on the show, even if it's not us, we get blamed for it. Do you notice that? 
Yeah, we get blamed for newscasts. Yeah, they, there was one of the newscasts <laughs> at the newscasts. top of the hour was uh, was about how they that Nikki Haley had a packed VFW hall. <laughs> well, now you know. I, I mean, nothing against VFW halls, but they're a lot easier to fill them up than there than it is to fill up a an arena in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, which is what Trump did on Saturday night. Yeah. I don't think there were any references to the packed uh, uh, SNHU arena, were there? No. No. There weren't. Um, Howie, uh, we got some voicemail hate this week. Uh, I'm going to start with one for myself because I always get criticism where people say I don't play my own hate. Uh, I got a lot of hate this week, so this is cut two. Catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar, Curly? Ha! Ha! More bees? God, you've really outdone yourself this time. Because we all know how much those bees just love finding some honey somewhere. More bees. Good God. I also messed up a quote, Howie, about just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean someone's not chasing me. And the actual quote is just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean they're not after me. I didn't think that was that bad of a mistake. I thought for my standards that was nailing it. But one of the texters was very upset about that. It's it's not up there with a Joe Biden day day anywhere, is it? Yeah, but I mean, we, we have to have higher standards than that, I think. Um, Howie, another uh, voicemail here. This is for you. Cut three. For two days, Howie talked about all these political flyers ending up in your mailbox. And finally, a retired postmaster called in. What does Howie do? Oh, I wish we had more time. Well, we wish you could tell time. We never heard from the guy. He said that they were treated like first-class mail. He did. I, I mean, I think I think we got the the lead of what he had to say. I'm sorry I didn't have more time. We have hard breaks and we have not-so-hard breaks. That was at the bottom of the hour, I believe. That's what's known in the biz as a hard break. The retired postmaster had a tough break. <laughs> Speaking of tough breaks, would you like to play yours, Taylor? This is cut one. Oh, great. Tucker Taylor sounding more like Biden with his weird stories. Hang in there. I'm going somewhere with this story. Sure you are. The day of 9-11, Michael Jackson, Richard Dreyfus, and Marlon Brando got into a car because they were all in New York and drove cross-country. Flippity-jibbity nonsense. Gleason went home that night. He didn't think anything of it. Around midnight, he got a knock at the door. It was President Nixon by himself. And he said, uh, come with me. I want to show you something. Come on, man. What are we talking about? When I was very young, my house was hit in a drive-by shooting on Maxfield Street in Fall River. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> It was not Maxfield Street in Fall River. It was in New Bedford. It was in New Bedford, yes. Richard Dreyfus was in a car. No, he concocted that one too. The story, <laughs> the the occupants of the I, car. Was that the, was that oh, the night no. that Richard Dreyfus was drinking no. the Drambuie out of the bottle and ran into the uh, ran into the tree on Long Island? Are we gonna have to hear it again? No, I, I'm just gonna give you the occupants of the car, the actual occupants. Okay. Uh, Marlon Brando, Elizabeth Taylor, and Michael Jackson, not Richard Pryor and Richard Dreyfus. And they were all in a car together. Yes, they fled New York. Together. We we don't we don't know that now, and none of them can speak unless we have a medium. Yeah, we Perhaps. can't fact check it. I'm, I'm going with the ball. story. I'm going with the legend. 
<laughs> All right, Howie, that's it for Hate Mail Monday. All right. Thank you, Grace. 844-500-4242. Uh, Mags, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mags. Howie, good afternoon. Hey, I'm proudly from Hampstead, New Hampshire, where we are all probably mostly voting for Trump, thankfully. Yeah. Not Exeter, where we know all the liberals live. However, what I was calling for is maybe the liberals would have been a little smarter if they just did a writing, camp- writing campaign for Nikki Healy, because everybody knows she's a liberal. Well, you know, that's the thing. I mean, they, it was the, the liberals are kind of butting heads, aren't they, against the, the conservatives have one guy, Donald Trump. And the liberals have two people. They get their, and both of them are very weak when you get right down to it. Biden uh, and uh, and Nikki Haley, but they're splitting up that vote. You're right. The, so the Democrats are trying to get un, unenrolled voters to take the Democrat ballot to to write in Brandon. Those are votes that would otherwise go to Nikki Haley. Exactly. So they should have just written her in to begin with. The, her, the whole campaign should have been write in Nikki. <laughs> You know, people have won write-ins before in New Hampshire. I think uh, I think Henry Cabot Lodge, the uh, former senator from Massachusetts, the ambassador of South Vietnam, vice presidential candidate under Nixon, he won in 1964. That was a weird year because JFK had just been assassinated. But I'm pretty sure uh, he, he didn't go anywhere. But he won the write-in vote. I don't. I, we'll see what happens tomorrow, though. I, I I think this would be the first time since 1964 that a candidate won a write-in vote in uh, in New Hampshire. Eight, four, I, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. I'm sure you will. 844-500-4242. Georgia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Georgia. Good afternoon, Captain. Uh, greetings from uh, New Hampshire. I have a comment about uh, Judge Judy. Uh, yes, Judge Judy, who was uh, accompanying uh, Nikki out on the campaign trail yesterday. Yes. And she endorsed Nikki, yes, and uh, at Exeter High School last night, and she had an interview with uh, Steve Ducey. Does anybody remember that she endorsed Michael Bloomberg in 2020, and he, I believe, is a Democrat? So I take Judge Judy's opinion of, well, certain individuals um, as a grain of salt. Also— Well, you know, the thing is, Georgia, Bloomberg has also been a Republican. He was a a Republican—he was a Democrat before he was a Republican— before he was a Democrat, but she called she called um, Trump a barnyard bully. I watched a few of her shows. She wasn't exactly uh, princess charming. Uh, she was uh, pretty nasty, and she mentioned uh, Trump's declining age. Uh, she's older than Trump. Excuse me. Uh, she really doesn't. Is she? How old is How old is Judge Judy? She's eighty one. She's eighty one. Oh, she's the same age as Brandon. There you go. So that that's about all I have to you say. Know the, on it. You know, you know, Georgia too. You know, I, I read that this morning. Barnyard bully. Should it be schoolyard bully? I mean, isn't that a case of uh, mixing up your uh, your words? Barnyard. barnyard I've never heard epithet, that expression. Barnyard epithet and schoolyard bully. I think that's yeah. What she there is. you go. Yeah. 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 So no, she's she's showing <laughs> she's showing the uh, the the. Uh, Debility, debilitations. All right, now I'm doing it. She's showing the problems that you have as your age advances. Thanks for the call, uh, Georges. Thanks for pointing that out. The barnyard bully. 
Uh, Frank, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, hi, Howie. I'm calling from Wolfboro. Um, it's kind of unusual up here. I went through town at noon or so, and there were there, there's usually some sign holders and people standing out there with signs, and there was nobody out there in the usual spot right up from city from town hall. And uh, you drive out of the neighborhoods, and there's truck signs about every third house. No Biden signs except for one that's been there forever. It says pray for peace, and there's a Biden sign. So I don't know what that means. I went to yeah, the pray, if, if you're praying for peace, you better be praying Biden's not reelected the way things are going in the world. Yeah. Anyway, I went to the gym. It's mostly senior citizens from Massachusetts up there first thing in the morning. And the topic of the conversation was the weather and the NFL playoffs. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> You know, you know what I was thinking, Frank. You remember in the past they would always have uh, they would always have reports at midnight. They, the people would vote in Dixville Notch and a couple other places up in the way up north. You know, and they would say these are the first votes. Are they, you think they're going to do any of that Dixville Notch stuff tonight? No, that's not I don't happening. either. It's a different different thing. I like that you slipped in the word hootenanny. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> Hootenanny. Then there was a there was a show on uh, uh, on one of the networks back in the '60s, Hootenanny. And the other and then the other network came up with its own uh, counter programming, Shindig. So Shindig and Hootenanny. I can't remember which networks they were on. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Yeah, Dixville Notch used to be a big deal. You know, there are th- there are three votes for Henry Cabot Lodge, and he's been dead for sixteen years. Melvin Thompson got a write-in vote. He's only been dead for four years. Now that's those days. Those days are gone. They uh, they laid off all the uh, Dixville Notch uh, correspondents. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like somebody not showing up when they're supposed to. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated U.S.-based HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost 80 grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com and type Howie Carr under radio when you sign up. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Howie Carr. Do it today under radio. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Car Show returns after this. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Car, is back. Eight four four five hundred forty two. 42. And I'm interested in the New Hampshire primary tomorrow, but I'm also interested in finding out what's in those divorce records for the the uh, wife 
that the wife and the uh, special prosecutor of the wife in the uh, Trump RICO case, the, the divorce records were unsealed today. And uh, I, they, they just, I keep reading these headlines, records unsealed. What's in them? Come on. Inquiring minds want to know. Leslie, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Leslie. Hi, Howie. I uh, just wanted to mention two things. Uh, one, you uh, probably remember me. I was on your boat trip the, a few years ago, and I also um, talked with you about teaching at Cambridge Ringer Latin. But um, you made fun of my one of my students, Al Baldassaro, the other day. Al Baldassaro, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Howie, he doesn't have the money to to fly back to vote in New Hampshire. And he was one of, he was one of the um first supporters of Donald Trump. No, I know he was. I was I was just having some fun with him. Trump Trump was in Portsmouth on Thursday night, I think, and he and he kept, he goes, "Where's Al? Where's Al Baldassaro?" Cuz he was looking for him cuz he was. He was the he was the head of the veterans. He's an ex-Marine. He's the uh the grandson of Al Valucci, who was a great great mayor of Cambridge and a, and a normal Democrat. And uh and, and so uh, some guy, you know, when Trump yells, "Where's Al?" This guy yells back, "He's in Florida." And so I, I wrote that in my Sunday column. Uh, but Leslie, you know, the other night after I wrote that column, uh Trump was in, I think, Manchester, and he said, am I doing a lot for the veterans, Al? And then he turned, and I assume he was talking to Al Baldassaro, and I, I think uh, Al Baldassaro was actually there. Maybe he did come back from Florida, Leslie, after, uh, you know, after he got called out in Portsmouth. Yeah, well, he's a great guy, yeah. He is a great and guy. His, his grandfather, who I knew, uh, he was a great guy, along with Tom Danahy. Uh, we lost Sheila Russell? Yeah, Sheila, she was wonderful. Yeah, and you know, you know about the CCA and how. Uh, yes, the Cambridge Civic Association. Yes, yeah, they they, they were, used to uh, uh, they critical. they there was a there was a woman from Boston, the first lesbian elected to the legislature. She moved to Cambridge, and uh, she was running for uh, for city council over there. And uh, she she'd been working at City Hall, and they they asked her, you know, the Cambridge Chronicle, which was in the paper in those days, said uh, said, "What did you learn at City Hall?" Uh, her name was Elaine Noble, and she said, well, I learned that people that you normally think are horrible people aren't such bad people, you know, like Howie Carr and Dapper O'Neill. And the, the Cambridge City Count, uh, Civic Association, uh, Leslie, said, Elaine Noble with the worst of the good old boys, meaning me and Dapper O'Neill, the Boston City Councilor, and unfortunately, Elaine Noble didn't win. That's what she got for knowing guys like me and Dapper at City Hall. Thanks for the call, Leslie. Uh, Howard, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Howard. Yeah, I don't think we should uh, discount Ryan Binkley right now. I met him yesterday, and that guy is right on as far as I can see. Um, you a, think he's going to win? He's the, he's the last he's guy standing against uh, Donald Trump after Nikki Haley, apparently. He, yeah, but nobody's mentioning him. Yeah, but I mean, he's he got he's getting no votes, Howard. I mean, you're you're probably going to give him one of one of fifty votes he's going to get in the whole state. I think he'll do better than that. Okay, well, you, you're you're we're marking you, Howard, down for uh, Ryan Binkley. I mean, it's too bad uh, he's not he's not making these tracking polls. 
844-500-4242. We'll be back with more on the New Hampshire primary in just a few minutes. I'm Howie Carr.